What's up? It's Andy Sizik from Monuments, and you are listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Well, uh, it's nice to meet you, Bruce. My name yeah, is Andy. Nice to meet you as well. Thanks for taking the time and making it work. I appreciate it. Sir, happy to. So uh, I guess we can jump right in if you'd like. Yeah. What's it, it. going to be? I know you were you started the band in what like two thousand eight back in two thousand nineteen, right? Uh, I have not. I joined the band in two thousand eighteen. I want to say. Okay. Hard to, hard to say. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I'm the freshest member, so there's some questions that no, no, of, no, no, no. I think it might be hard to to answer. No, no. I think it'll work out. But what what my point was of the of that question is you joined just before like all this nonsense that we kind of are going through, right? The so COVID did, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just man. the whole world in general. So, I mean, what's it like trying to put together a record and trying to do what you guys are doing, release a record, record a record, write a record in this nonsense? Um, it was definitely an interesting challenge, but also it sort of played to our strengths because um, myself, Brown and uh, Mike are all very savvy with audio engineering and recording ourselves and tracking our own demos and ideas so we were able to get together in a discord group we enlisted mick gordon along the way um and just work on our own ideas in our own studio spaces and then send files back and forth so like brown for instance would write a bunch of riffs send us the idea and then maybe mikey would program some some rough drum ideas and from there i'd I'd be able to add vocals to it so it it would then it would go back to them you'd edit structure mick would do some stuff um, it was actually a pretty smooth process, believe it or not, despite being in different places. Um, all of us were able to, I think we're actually better at sort of being left to our own devices versus being forced into a room and, and being like, try to write. Um, so yeah, it, it was hard in some aspects cause we hadn't physically been together in a while. Right. Um, I actually joined in 2019. I think I said 18, but yeah, I had 19 on my notes. I, yeah. I don't know my own life, <laughs> basically. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was it ended up being pretty awesome, and uh, we were all able to kind of work at our own pace. There wasn't a pressure of like you're here for three weeks, get it all done now. Um, it we just took the work uh, as it came. Gotcha. How much of well, we're going to stay with the nonsense for a second, but how much of the nonsense colored the content of the record or the the message? And does that make sense? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, a lot for sure, because all of the nonsense, as you say, uh, of the the turmoil of the pandemic and and being confined and not being able to go out there in the world and tour, um, and just the way it affected my life and all of our lives. That message crept into the lyrical content and even the instrumental content of the album like brown when he writes riffs he does it with intent and usually there's something on his mind so a lot of it was feelings of uh lonely loneliness and isolation and uh will we ever achieve balance of normal life again or what is the new normal what is the new balance of life uh so yeah all that stuff colored the sound and um those these weird experiences that we've been having amongst this pandemic uh, were fuel for us to write about essentially. And I say nonsense because I mean, obviously the the COVID and that stuff, but there was, I'm here in the U S and there was a whole lot of 
other stuff that was coloring those whole couple of years, right? There was, you know, the racial tensions and the violence. And the, oh, yeah, sure. So um, that, that that's why I'm referring to it as nonsense, because I it think, was like this. Well, no, 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 that's OK. I, I, I feel the same way. I, I think like politically, um, you know, we don't we don't really get too political with the with the content of the band, but the way it affects us personally, um, you know, I can't speak for other groups of people and how the past three years have uh, affected them. But I hope that our personal accounts uh, can resonate with others and be a relatable thing. You know what so I mean? Do you find it cathartic? What I know you do you write the lyrics? Are you are you finding it cathartic getting that shit out there? And- oh, hell yeah, man. I always do. Um, it's all writing is, is kind of, I like to say it's an excuse for me to bitch about stuff without bitching about it. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, I want to be heard and I want, I want to get it out there and at least just have those thoughts somewhere that aren't trapped in my own brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so with all the frustration that I was like, my job is literally to get on a stage and scream. So right. if you think about all the, the anger that I must <laughs> probably have, uh, in order to, to do that as a job and then think about like now you can't do your job you can't do it for for years and i'm angry for sure i gotta get it out so um the writing was a good like you said cathartic process for me and the rest of the band members to channel do you feel any kind of or a certain sense of responsibility in your lyric writing or is that not really a thing um i don't know i that's a tough question because i never really thought i had like that much power or reach for me it was always about um well, first of all, I write to make myself feel better. So, right. so that's the number one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I would say I'm doing it for other people as a service. But the secondary is that I hope there is a common ground and um, some emotional relatability, like I was saying, and uh, making people feel less alone. That's cool. That's a great, that's part of the goal. But I don't think I'm doing like a, a grand duty for anyone. I, I'm, I'm just as uh, self-indulgent as any other artist. Uh, I right. just hope that as well, in addition to me expressing myself, it can help uh, other people cope with. So I, I think, and we've talked about this a lot on the show. I mean, not you, obviously, but we talk about it a lot, how heavy music, not just metal, but just heavy music in general has a way of, you know, you can, the artist creating it, it can get a catharsis from it but i also think it connects with the listener as well because i know i'm not a musician mm-hmm. but so my question is how does it make you feel when the stuff that you all the shit that you're spewing out in the vocal booth and that you've had in your head for the last three years or whatever it is comes to life and actually connects with somebody you know in their living room in india or somewhere that's got to be pretty amazing right? <laughs> it really is there's different levels of of achieving like that release with music and it starts with the writing you write a good song like oh, i feel good then you record and it's like all right i got it out and then finally when it reaches the listener that's like the the final stage where uh yeah it's very validating like super awesome to see people take uh something from the songs that maybe i didn't necessarily intend but it helps them in their own way or they feel the same way that that i do they feel a sense of solidarity um, and that makes me feel less alone too. Yeah. So it's, it goes both ways. It's definitely like a listener and artist uh, collaborative experience, not directly, but just when I uh, get feedback saying how people relate or understand or maybe help I, them through a tough time. That, that yeah, I think that's me. an interesting thing you brought up too, because it may not be the same. Um, 
message or meaning or intent that you had in the song that somebody else picks up, but still they connect. And that's kind of really cool as well. Yeah. I, I like to try to leave a lot of it open. So it's not just, this is definitely about this specific thing, you know, at this specific right. time on a Wednesday, like right. uh, it's metaphor. So, so themes, it's more about thematic uh, relativity versus being as, uh, as specific as possible you ever feel like you've put too much of yourself in a song or you're too put yourself out there and you're too vulnerable or is that not out no actually um i think music's the one the the place i feel most comfortable being vulnerable so it's never been an issue um it's i don't know it's my outlet so so i feel comfortable being vulnerable i can be as vulnerable as, as i want because again it's not like i'm saying like you know I cried yesterday. Like it, <laughs> right. it's like through through uh, literary devices and stuff, and and uh, alluding to these things. Right. And um, I think it's a way for me to feel comfortable expressing myself, and then other people to feel comfortable. They hear that it's like, okay, I'm going through that too, and I don't feel ashamed to admit it now because someone right. else is is doing it too. So, yeah, I've never imagine. Felt I, like I said, I imagine heavy music and even, you know, your music in general is going to be around for a long time because this stuff doesn't seem to let up at all. And it seems to be like the soundtrack to all of our lives at the moment. Right. I mean, the nonsense I referred to is sort of going away. But now you've yeah. got, you know, the other nonsense with the, you know, the Russia and war and all this yes. other crap. Yeah. So there's always going to be shit that is frustrating and makes us angry or sad inside um and i think i don't know i've always gravitated towards the aggression but also the beauty yeah in in, in heavy music because it, it is a there is beauty in in getting that negative energy out but through a harmless positive way and I, uh, everyone it, gets anger everyone everyone feels angry yeah so. i mean to your point you could find beauty in some black metal stuff too so yes oh, i 100 yeah. percent agree course and and i think also like i don't know no other genre of music really makes me feel that validation when when i'm angry when i'm upset when i'm feeling but there's also like you know when you're angry there's an underlying sadness a lot of the time sure. a lot of, a lot of that anger is just masking sad emotional pain so i think with the record we tried to invoke that feeling where it, there is a lot of beautiful ethereal uh, motifs and elements amongst this chaotic aggressive sound right. and that's always made me feel good and I, I made that i try to make the stuff that i would want to hear right okay well you mentioned it so uh that's why we're here i guess in stasis in stores i believe this friday the 15th right yes sir that's correct this how friday exciting is that um very very excited it's been a long time coming and it's my first full album release with monuments so yeah uh, I'm basically more proud of it than anything I've ever done. And I can't wait for uh, everybody else to hear it. I hope they like it. Uh, I've listened to a little bit of it. And what I've heard is is quite amazing. So I'm, I've been a fan for a while and I'm I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, that means a lot to me, man. Thanks for welcoming me into the, the fandom and everything. Oh, no worries at all. What about uh, what's it going to feel like to be getting out on the road finally with this whole thing? Oh, man, it's going to be the best. Uh, the shows that I've played with Monuments have been some of the most fun and satisfying shows in my life. And right when we were hitting our stride, I just felt like it was awesome. And we were off the heels of this European tour about to go to the U.S. 
uh, COVID happened. Right. And it was just so stifling and uh, painful. So now, finally, we're getting back out there. We're going to hit these UK shows uh, yeah. coming up in a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, nothing makes me more stoked. Because I imagine the energy, I mean, from you guys for sure, but the energy exchange is going to be quite amazing, right? Because there's a million people like me who haven't been to a show or at least a heavy show. And it's going right. to be just like this amazing give and take. Yeah, it's a long time coming. And I think especially the you know these first several shows back will be extra special because of the amount we've both been deprived on both on both sides yeah. are you nervous at all uh yeah i think i'm i'm always a little bit nervous no matter what whether it's uh writing recording uh releasing it or performing um but usually that nervousness is met with a lot of uh welcoming and kind feedback and then that gives me the confidence to, right. all right, let's smash through. And um, yeah, it also, a bit of anxiety is a good thing. It keeps you on your toes. So I'm, I I'm all about it. And I think, uh, you know, we sort of touched on it earlier, the, the heavy music uh, genre. But I also think there's a community community there, like unlike any other genre of music anywhere. <laughs> and you hit it right. I mean, you're going to get that support like right out of the gate and everybody's together. And does that make sense? Yeah, there's there's a lot of really, well, it's really hard to uh, say why that is, but I do feel a lot of support and camaraderie and uh, understanding in in this music community. And maybe it has something to do with the complexities uh, of the emotion in, in the music or um, people. Maybe that, we're all a bunch of outsiders. I, I don't know what it is either, and I've tried to yeah, figure it out forever. Yeah. But I think it's yeah. an empathy thing, too. Like, outsiders who have been mistreated perhaps are more prone to understanding others that have been mistreated. And right. there's an empathy to that, uh, that bleeds into the scene. That's just a guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what it is either, but you don't find like a, a pop community or, a, or if you different. do, you don't find it's it closer, like this. It's more tight knit. It's more underground. So that's yeah, for sure. It's natural. What, um, what did you do to keep, uh, your chops during the fresh? Uh, yep. Yep. Keep them up. Uh, actually, yeah. I stream a lot on, on Twitch, so I perform uh, with live streams, and that has kept me, uh, you know, kept kept me loose, uh, kept me up to speed. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I still uh, – I work with my other bands a lot, so I'm, I'm still recording and writing um, pretty much year-round. Even with the pandemic, I was still doing plenty of singing. Oh, that's good, yeah, because I imagine that gets – sitting locked up for that long it starts to go away or you start to yeah lose yeah well that's the thing is a lot of uh, a lot of musicians went to to twitch or other streaming platforms to stay sharp and it's kind of the next best thing uh to performing when it comes to connecting with your fans so uh yeah that's been kind of a silver lining a blessing in disguise is being able to to do that and use that outlet that's great so one other thing that i, I just wanted to mention and i think uh, i'm curious what your thoughts are but i think Starting, well, probably just recently, but I think we're going to see like an artistic renaissance like we've never seen before because everybody's been locked down, creating their crafts. They've had all this, you know, emotions on them, just like sort of in the renaissance or somewhere. I think we're going to not and maybe not even just in music. You're going to see it in art. You're going to see in it art. in all yeah. the arts, I think, because we're like emerging from, you know, it's like the Phoenix Rising sort of things. That yeah, makes sense. I, I think so. I, I kind of think we already are because people are discovering new ways of creating because they had to, you know, right. we were sort of forced into it. And so we've adapted and, and developed these new interesting skills that yeah, could 
could probably pave the way for uh i don't know what who knows what it's going to be but i think you know because everybody's been like honing their craft right i mean all these people have been down in their basement playing their guitars there's nothing else to do and working on their chops and writing killer songs and making the production right and or making that painting or you know i mean i think you're going to see all kinds of crazy stuff yeah i mean we've definitely all had a lot of time to sharpen and hopefully uh i mean there's only so much you can do when you're locked down so you have to to search for that niche and, and lean into it a lot. And However, as even though there's only so much you can do, imagine if this would have happened 25 years ago, pre-internet, pre-Twitch, and yeah. then oh, it would have been really fucked. Who even knows? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I couldn't even imagine what it might have been like back then. So I guess it, it is... It's not good, but it's, <laughs> right, it's right. fortunate that it, this happened during at a this time, time of uh, yeah of our yeah. existence, I guess, or something. <laughs> no, that's deep. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I love the deep questions. That's part, that's a big part of what it's all about and uh, why we write the music. So, so what all is next there. for Monuments? I know you got those UK shows. Are you doing uh, summer tours or festivals? Yeah, yeah. We have uh, we have two festivals um, in the summer, which is oh, man, I'm having to tough time remembering we've got hellfest oh man and that's on my bucket that's list in july uh we do have one more man i, I can't remember what that's all right it is. but anyway we also have um some european shows i believe in august and then we've got uh i think two more tours that we're announcing so uh keep your eyes peeled it's going to be a busy year for us uh and we're going to do it, try to keep the momentum going as much as possible after the album comes out. That's beautiful. It is wonderful to have you guys back in the saddle. It's wonderful to have be on the precipice here of some new music. Thank you, man. I wish you the best, my friend. I really do. Likewise. I'm not just saying it. I really do love the new stuff. And uh, it means a lot to me, dude. Thank you. Be well. Stay safe. And I want to thank you so much for taking Welcome, the time. Bro. No hey, problem, where are you, man. Where are you from? I thought you guys were from overseas. Yeah, everyone but me. They found me on the internet. I'm actually in the uh, East Coast of usa where? maryland okay i'm in richmond virginia oh wow dude that's like three hours yeah. yeah i'm actually going up to maryland death fest in a couple weeks oh oh shit i heard that they were uh it's the last year it's the last mm, that's so sad yeah, i'm gonna i've try never to- been yeah what date do you know what date it is yeah so the first date is thursday the 26th so it's that weekend like memorial yeah, yeah i'll be gone unfortunately i'll be i'll be overseas so i only had I to have a blast man i was only able to get one day so i got the 27th which is great because it's got carcass and bloodbath and Oof. suffocation there's oh, like man. 10 of them so i'm i'm still yeah. atheist is there There's a lot of really good stuff ah oh, that'll be a blast well i hope you have a, a really good i've time. never been i heard it's great and when i heard it was the last time i grabbed a, a seat you gotta go so. you gotta go you're, you're too close to miss I, it. I am and i always find something reason i can't go something comes up or whatever, <laughs> but not yeah. this year we're going so hell yeah good shit man all right man be well my friend right, Bruce, thanks for taking the time. no problem Cheers. have a good all one right. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from NoFX, and Ian MacKay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media.